0: And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee. Hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Hey there, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Spike's Car Radio Day. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Terrific show for you today. Today's show is sponsored by Hawthorne. They make delightful ointments and perfumes and things. We'll chat about them in a second. Um, our guests uh, this beautiful day are Erica Martin and Jovina Young. They both they work for Ford Zuckerman, and they are doing something called the Rebel Rally, which is an all-woman competition that covers 1,200 miles, beginning at Lake right. Tahoe. They're going to be uh, joining us via Zoom from Tahoe in the same room. I insisted that they be in the same room, so... I didn't have to deal with uh, two different computers, like our friends, the Car Guys TV, <laughs> who were. Uh, I thought it turned out pretty good last week, Car Guys TV. We had two different guys from two different computers talking on Zoom. It was a. It was complicated because when you talk, you. These are it, our British fans. Yes, this is our sister show across the pond. <laughs> yes. In, <laughs> right? In Leeds or Manchester. <laughs> yeah. In Merry Old England. Um So we got that going on for you guys. Uh I made some notes here, Zuckerman. Where are my notes? What do what, they do what's with the name notes? of this hold ladies rally? Well uh what's that? What's the name of the ladies rally? That's called the Rebel Rally, R E B E.
1: E-L-L-E. Oh, and we're I, think, not I think that Farah and Lieberman
0: should join, too. Those well, are two I said, ladies I know. It sounded, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like fun. I said I would doubt fire it with them next year. I offered yeah. that to Ford, but they have not responded. Um, oh, I know what they wanted. I wanted to recap the Porsche Drive app show, which went over huge, Zuckerman. Porsche's over the moon about it. And the uh, resulting free giveaway... Uh, uh, media post of which we're doing two now was was big we had we had a thousand entries on Instagram trying to get that free weekend for nine eleven. I have to express
1: one iota one very small iota of disappointment yes
0: the, the listeners need to know
1: that Portia deleted all of my juicy and pungent cursing from that episode yes
0: uh, yes uh, on top of which I had asked you to not use any of that cursing for this particular episode for our for our friends at Portia. I understand that, but if you ask me not to
1: do something, what do you think the result is? I know. Is you're very be?
0: childish that way. I you, understand. You should have had the girl ask me. I was quite calm about it because I knew I could just edit it all out. <laughs> you should have had Im- I've dealt with this before with my dad. I know what these but you know, you're very new to this whole space, and I understand that you want to be who you are, but in the, in the professional realm of entertainment, we work inside different frameworks. you refusing, and that's that's fine, but you limit I yourself. I should just
1: refuse period.
0: I go <laughs> fucking away and never come back. You okay? could do that. I could do that. You could do That'll that.
1: That would be the frame that I exist in. Yes, blank you could frame. exist in that
0: frame. <laughs> but for, for a company like Porsche, our buddies, I said, yeah, whatever you guys okay. want. I like
1: this. I didn't bring up any, you know... Reich stuff. I didn't say anything untoward about the founding of the company. None of that stuff. I, I was smiling. respectful.
0: I was respectful. You were quite disrespectful as you are being right now. <laughs> but I believe that's I what no your six fans way. like. I... <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, six fans. Um, anyway, we gave away a free weekend uh, on the Porsche Drive app. And a a fella by the name of Casey Tucker Brown from San Diego, who wanted to take the 9 11 out to Angeles Crest, won. (laughs) He he's looked, happy. He was very. He, that it, was not it, a that was a picture I found on his Instagram oh. profile. But it did. It looked like a guy that just won. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that was just me producing. Tucker, and I was
0: just like, oh, that's perfect. I here was my dilemma with that, because he's there with a young woman. And I went back about a year into his profile and I wasn't sure they were still dating. Oh, you're, you just screwed everything <laughs> up. You so just, I didn't want to just fuck. Poor <laughs> Mr. Brown. <laughs> well, hopefully they're still together. We'll know after this podcast airs. He'll reach out and go, "Yes, He'll I'm still dating." just launch the nine eleven <laughs> into the canyon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, no, we did ask for his permission to link to his profile. Portia did, and he said it was fine. I didn't ask for permission to use a picture of his old girlfriend, but hopefully, his old girlfriend is Maybe his this current will girlfriend. It
1: and there'll be a Lieberman moment in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: For those fans who know what I'm talking about. Yes, no. We call it Lieberman mode. <laughs> Lieberman mode. <laughs> yeah, it's like ludicrous mode. There's Lieberman mode. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, anyways, the nine ninety two cab that I'm using, because I'm signed up now for Porsche Drive app. Um And I've, I'm piggybacking you. Did you get notice? I've been accepted. Oh you have? Yes. Oh, so you're I ready did to go. It. No. I'm ready the, to go. You uh I want you to be able to drive these cars as I get them too. And It was interesting. They, you know, I reached out to Porsche. I said, hey, Zuckerman needs to drive the cars. They said, just have him sign up. We'll take care of it. So it's my loan, but because you're my friend, and apparently you can do this with your cars. You just put the friends or family members Uh, on your thing, and they can use it like a regular car. Symbiotic relationship, like the elephant with the bird on its back. Well, it's, it's, they should have a Plan Z button on the app, so you immediately can add the names Fantastic to Plan idea. Z, right? Yes. But, um, yeah, I'll drop that car off. I'm taking it out to Willow Springs tomorrow for a Lamborghini Another event.
1: Another hot day. For you, Ferriston.
0: I'm going to race around in the Lamborghini Evo, um, do some real laps it's with a real ten
1: thousand degrees out there. I already noticed you're looking a little bit crispy from from your Land Rover activities.
0: Yes, I am. Um, but I'm going to take the Huracan Evo around the track at speed. And you know what? I've discovered this uh, I, a while ago, Zuckerman, I bought this anti-motion sickness device that looks like a wristwatch flipped upside down on your wrist. It's not the little ball one. It sends an electric shock into your wrist that makes your hand go like this, right? You put it on. You're like, why would I? It's like a dog shock collar. Okay? Why don't you put it around your balls? I may. Yeah. It. Uh, it's changing the, the my mornings because I'm only dealing with motion sickness in the morning when I'm going around the track. After that, everything's fine. This thing, though, I'm thinking about wearing all the time in life because it... It, it, it stops you from ruminating about anything. A guy like you, who's frequently angry or who can't get over uh, anger or resentment, might really enjoy this. this so, this is. This so, would prevent you
1: prevent me from perseverating, I think, is a psychological term for over ruminating and grinding up something in your head.
0: Perseverating is vocal, it's repeating yourself over and over again. This stops the loop in your head. I'm going
1: to have to look that up. I don't know if that is – it it could be repeating to yourself. I'm going to look that up, Ferris.
0: Perseverate? Yes. I don't know if that is a vocalization or it can just be Oh, internal. I can tell you it is. It's a word I love and use. But I'm a writer. But you look it up. You'll be I'll, fine. I'll look it up and don't be dismissive <laughs> like that. You could also. Do you remember that first Aaron? I like Aaron. question. I'm going to have to look up that law about personal injury, Zuckerman. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't think you're right about that. Oh, because you're a psychologist now? Hawthorne. Zuckerman Hawthorne. Have you been wearing your Hawthorne uh, cologne? Yes. It's
1: called Come to Me. Does it smell like
0: comb to you? (laughs) Zuckerman. (laughs) You're always there with the uncle jokes. It's horrible. Um, Talk about your first experiences with cologne. Well, you guys know what it is, right? I used to wear Old Spice. I used to steal my dad's Old Spice, and I thought I was pretty cool for that. Um, And then I started wearing Drakkar Noir because I think one of our friends said it, and it made me laugh, the whole idea of Drakkar. What did you wear when you were a kid?
1: I didn't, but when you're ready to hear that you're wrong... I'm happy to let you know. I'm,
0: I'm so not interested in that conversation. Have <laughs> you, you ever know. walked into Sephora to get cologne and was overwhelmed by all the choices? Do you wear Old Spice and girls think you smell like their dad? See, I did. I wore mine. Well, you need Hawthorne. These guys are awesome. You go to Hawthorne.co. You answer a simple quiz. Because none of us know what to choose, you just you just answer these questions. What kind of guy are you? Are you out in the woods, or do you like to go out for 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 a nice night out? Do you like the movies? Do you like to stay at home. You answer these questions. They custom tailor a uh, scent for you, and then it just comes to your house. All you have to do is take the two-minute quiz. Hawthorne tells you exactly which two colognes are best for you: one for work, one for play. I've used them; it works. It's totally risk-free with free shipping and free returns if you don't like them. Just go to Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. And use my promo code Spike, S-P-I-K-E, to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co. And use my code Spike to get 10% off your purchase, Hawthorne.co. There we go. Um, Zuckerman, the 992 cab that we'll be driving. Um, I drove it on the way to uh, La Quinta, to this uh, Land Rover event to drive the new Defender. Before we get to that, though, I can't wait for you to drive this 992 because I think, and maybe I am completely nuts, and I will say this to you, that this is incrementally better than the Aventurine green car that we had. Is that possible this soon always, in the development? I always think it's
1: possible. I remember when we when we spoke to uh, our fellow with the factory uh, yes. that uh, – he told us that it's not possible for the cars to be that different. <laughs> but I no, believe- oh,
0: He said the break-in period was different.
1: That's true. Andreas can- Pruniger, right. Yes. Pruniger was saying that my theory about my two 4.0s didn't bear out, but I always felt that one was better than the other. And I believe, honestly, I believe that these cars are different, that they feel different, that they perform differently. I'm just not buying. I'm going to be very presidential and say, I don't believe...
0: What the scientist well, Pruniger says. First of all, you and I kind of had the same realization after the 992 uh, Carrera S that we needed a convertible instead. And, yes, we're right about that. I've been really enjoying the ease and the kind of uh, tennis racket country club vibe of the cab. swiggins. <laughs> swiggins it up. But, uh, you know, I jammed that thing all the way to La Quinta. So you have a chance to open it up. I use the adaptive... Cruise control, I obviously used the cooling seats. it was one hundred and ten, just kept going up as I got closer. It was insane, but boy, what a car it's the the ease of use in this nine nine two with these options spectacular it's a true GT
1: car and it proves itself i I thought you were crazy, frankly, going to this junket out in the desert in, I did
0: too in death, yes, death
1: temperatures. you could die of exposure.
0: well, how about just the weirdness of going? To a, uh, a junket at a hotel. During COVID. With dinners and cocktails and everything else. And why do they ask you to go? Well, I, you're, I, well, you're
1: not an automotive journalist. You are in the automotive world. You do exist. But I thought it was for
0: journalists. No. Well, I mean, I have a car podcast. <laughs> I've, I I've had car TV shows. I've been in the car space for quite a while. But you're not writing about it, in other words. Well, we're talking about I it. I
1: understand that, too. But you are not, say, a journalist. You're not with Motor Trend. I am a you're
0: person not of note in the automotive and I'm
1: entertainment not, community. Okay, I'm not impugning you. I understand, don't get, but... Don't get defensive, porcupine. But I'm explaining
0: but, it to you how it works for the last almost, let's see... Close to 10 years I get invited to these things. Oh. You're a little late to the game. Oh. Here's the difference. Here's, let, let me answer it this way. I usually say no. I usually have too much going on during the week, and there isn't a pandemic, so I rarely accept these invitations. How about that? Does that okay, make sense? so that
1: makes more sense because I haven't seen you do this. <clears throat> yeah,
0: I rarely will actually go and do it, and I prefer the press car at the house and the... The, the convenience. Week, the convenience of and that. And that being under their control yes. in 125-degree heat well, in it, the desert. it was great control. I changed my mind about this for a couple reasons. One, I thought... I, could, I really would love to get out of the house right now. I haven't been out of the house since this thing began, away no, from my family. You your wife. I think everybody, I don't, I love her, but I think we hate will her. all benefit from me being out of the house. Two, it's the Defender, the new Amazing. Defender, which I have on order. And Dean said, you don't have to wait for yours. Here's one. You, you got one for your friend, Bo. He offered me one, and I said, look, I think I can just go drive this next week in the desert. I want to do that. And, I, and it was at La Quinta Resort, that tennis, the goofy old tennis resort that, you know. Bob had the, Hope. Bob the Hope. Bob Hope types were at. I love that place. They have, you know, it's a great old place. Nothing works right. But I absolutely. Like Dean. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> like Dean. Like Dean Maroney, the car salesman. Yeah. I yeah, nothing works right. And then the 992, I saw that I was getting the 992 the day before I was leaving. I went, how do I not? Take a new 911 into the desert, drive the Defender, and just see if I have a good time.
1: Listener question. I would assume, do, when Porsche drops off that 992, do they tell you don't go
0: too far, don't put more than 500 miles on it? No, don't I, care? Get, I get a normal amount of lease miles per month on it. They just uh, go do whatever you want. It's your car. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is that, that, that uh, the Porsche pro, drive app. But it doesn't matter. You're miles. I don't have unlimited, but I think if I were to look, I would have guessed it's the exact limit of what I would have per year in a lease, right? right? Which is 10 to 12, right? And I only put 300 miles on it, and then I'm not going anywhere. Tomorrow, I'll go up to Willow Springs and put another 100 or so on there. But, I, you know, I won't come anywhere near it. Watch. And you won't either. You'll be driving it back and forth to work, right? Tell me something. Did they get buy you a hotel room, or did you have to pay yeah, for it? Yes, so you, you show up. Um, the traffic was horrendous. You get to La Quinta. And again, this is one of those pandemic situations. It's kind of better. A Land Rover representative meets you. They they recognize the 911. And they walk up to you. Here's your key. Uh, here's some water. There's some defenders there. That's yours. The silver with the Explorer pack and the not the snorkel, but the raised intake. You can drive it right now if you'd like. After being in traffic, I said, I don't want to drive, but I... Can't resist driving this thing that I've been dying to drive. So I took it out into the uh, city immediately and drove around and fell in love. And then they said uh, dinner and drinks is in an hour. Right. So you're kind of nervous about that. But you go back to your room, get changed. You come out. Uh, no, I only had like 10 minutes. No chucking. <laughs> there was no time, Suckerman. There was not the time. Not trucking um, into
1: the m and But here's a couple.
0: Look, let me give you a couple of insights into this that I think you might already be dealing with at home. You just you don't have to dress up because you realize well this is going to be outside. I walk out and it's Hannah Elliott from Bloomberg. Uh, this fella Pat Devereaux, who I know, I think had something to do with the original Top Gear, kind of talks like Eric Idle and uh, makes nice conversation. He actually he bought Petrolicious from I heard yeah from that and he was t- you know talking about the rebranding and rebirth of Petrolicious. Uh, perhaps we'll bring the Zagato there. I dropped the Zagato off for you. Um, that was fun. And and, and and two or three other fellas who I didn't know but met. And drinks was just like eight of us separated about eight feet outside. We then sat at a giant table as far away from each other as we are mm-hmm. now, but in a, in a cross. Me and Hannah and Pat and a representative from uh, Land Rover, which you know me, right? Distance, I've got, I get so much comfort and distance. I hate having dinner with strangers Close when I'm talkers. sitting up and I can smell their breath. Mm. Now, it's fantastic, and we're under the stars. The hotel is at once completely booked and completely empty. And so as you walk around, there's just nobody else. We're the only ones in the restaurant. So Land Rover had this outdoor cafe for us. They make this great meal for us. We have great car conversation that goes on for three hours plus. You know, and then you're like, we got to get up at six in the morning. But what the hell? You know, you stay up to like eleven, and I'm like, this is this is already pretty fun. Back to the hotel, right to bed. Meet them in the morning. Right to for-
1: bed, sure.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not you, Zuckerman. Right to bed. Uh, wake up, have a little coffee, and we're off to the desert. Now you have your own Land Rover that no one en- no one else is in, right? So you don't have to have a Land Rover guy with you jabbering at you to tell you about the thing. You get what, it? Okay, what was your breakfast? I know you, sensitive stomach, What do you? Sick. I don't have a sensitive stomach, no. You're wrong. Car sick, seasick, whatever the fuck's wrong with you. Then you feel ill. What, what did I eat for breakfast? You know me pretty well. Uh, you had coffee. I a... had a lot of coffee, which I'm not supposed to do, right, if right. I don't want to get... Exactly. Yeah, but I love coffee. So, yeah, of course. Go you ahead. can't go without it. What do you have? But we're not racing. We're, we're off-roading. Do I don't have Oatmeal? And oatmeal, and exactly. Oatmeal. Good sacrament. So take a crap in the desert. No, no, no. I, I didn't. But they have a thunderbox for that. What is a thunderbox? A thunderbox is like a milk crate-sized piece of tin that you line with a, a garbage bag and you poop into it. And they gave us a little demonstration. I'll put the picture of the thunderbox in my Instagram post for this podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. Because you can't poop out in the desert. Why? Because it would reflect poorly on Land Rover if you did. Isn't that what you're <laughs> supposed to do in the desert? You're I think in without Land the Rover, desert. You're I think in without the desert. them. Look, I took plenty of leaks out there, and that was fine. But I anticipated there would be an issue there pooping, right? I, I so, would think Land Rover would come with a little shovel. Like you have a shovel in no, your. No, you can't your- do that. It's bad for the. Uh, the environment; they can drop bombs out there. Since when? <laughs> Since bo- when? Zuckerman, they have a bombing range just to the left of where we're driving with unexploded ordnance. But you can't. you're going to take it. But you can't take yeah, a bomb. You can't. They drop. can take a bomb, <laughs> right. but you can't drop. But you can't bomb. <laughs> but it's their show, not mine. And we drove these uh, defenders uh out about sixty miles on the street, and then out. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. Out in, out into the desert, and. I fell in love with the Defender, Zuckerman. I fell in love with it.
1: uh, Let me ask you a question from 100,000 feet. Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, Ferriston, 10 being perfect, what would you give the Land Rover based on your
0: experience? Hmm. Well, there are no perfect cars. Well, let's discuss that rather than putting a number on it. Maybe at the end I'll give it a number. But the headline here is I got to use the Land Rover Defender in a way that most likely I I wouldn't have normally used, right? Like my Range Rover Sport I just turned in has not been off-roading once. So I didn't really understand the capabilities of what these things can do. And it is capable, isn't it? Land Rover sets up a course for us. Where the very first is, you know, miles of trails where we're going up and down in whoop-de-woos, right? You, you do have to slow down at two to four miles an hour because we're going deep up and down. Uh, sand dunes, uh, rock uh, climbing, not rock climb. what do they call uh, You know, running over rocks, big rocks, you know, get, going in between like carved out rocks on riverbeds, trying to stay away from the trees. They tell you to stay away from the trees and the bushes. Why? because it will really scratch the paint okay i'm not so so sure i actually succeeded there (laughs) at one point i was going pretty fast and i i hit something and i moved to the right and i went into a tree and i think uh i left real quick but i'm pretty sure i did some damage to the right side of the the defender we may be getting a call zuckerman um bring him on
1: i'll handle it we had
0: these three coaches from land rover kind of Teaching us how, you know. But they were not in the car with you? No. Or the- they were in their own defenders. We were all walkie-talkied up. They even said, look, we're not going to give you a lot of instruction because you'll just turn this thing off. But when we need to, we will. Um, Tell and- me,
1: did anyone fuck up? Did anyone
0: really no, get stuck? No, not at all. Yeah, people got stuck. I didn't. But I did hit a, a tree. Other people had trouble... You know, when you first go up a sand dune, what they say is what he was saying to do this particular rise was bring it in at 15 miles an hour. And then when you get to the bottom, floor it and then then throttle off maybe 5%. If you don't do that, you won't come James Bond crashing over the top of the dune. Right. Instead, you'll dig in and you'll be fucked. You're not fucked, but you have to stop and then momentum and gravity will bring you back down unless you dig in. Um, and, and two out of the uh, six got stuck and, and, and rolled back. It was pretty easy, though. I mean, I, it, it blasted. We were on special off-road tires. We were at 35 PSI. Well, nothing special, right? Stuff you, we were driving on the road with it. But I, just, I had the Beatles on in this thing, Zuckerman. They give us this long speech about if you don't drink a liter of water on the road for the first 60 miles until you get to the casino, which is your last official bathroom break. You'll be dead. You could go in a heat stroke, and this is what that would look like. And you're sitting there going, "God, this is really going to be a long day." It's seven, and there's talking about we're not done till four. And then you realize, well, wait a minute, don't I have air conditioning in this thing? So I've got the Beatles, <clears throat> I've got the AC. AC is jamming. By the way, at 118 degrees outside, I am just comfortable. The seats are comfortable, and you can. And I'm doing anything I want in this. I I really absolutely loved it. Um, what was the price point of the vehicle? I'm going to tell right. you that. These are all good questions, Zuckerman. I was in an Indus Silver. I was in the uh, Explorer pack, which has the mud flaps, the matte black hood decal. Okay, so on the front, it says 110 Defender in a matte black hood decal. Mm. You got to get it because mm. you look at it all the time when you're driving, and you know what? You feel cool. You feel like this is something better than a normal SUV. You know, it's just, it's got the right attitude. And I have ordered that in my new one. Togitch. Are you getting a 110 or a 90? 110. 110, dude. Three rows. Um,. What else does this one have? Clean air, air quality, wheel arches, exterior elite mount gear carrier. Look, it had a lot of great stuff in it. It had the Explorer pack. Everybody think it's, thinks it's a snorkel off the driver's side door. It's not. It's an air intake, and that's for uh, – it was actually very helpful in this situation because it's when the, most of the dust in off-roading is down low. Right. So this is Keeps pulling it from up was was high. T- was there a ladder? On the car, yeah, there was. Right. Was the ladder? Is it cool? The ladder's the best. And that little weird side uh, compartment that they said is for things that are wet has a funny little label in it that says "No cameras and no wine glasses." <laughs> but, but put but put put pets in there. Anything else yes. you want? <laughs> Just no cameras and no wine glasses. And they were saying, you know, it's I I still haven't figured out what's that that's going to be used for because they're saying you put your wet gear in there, but. Isn't that what an SUV is for the wet gear? The whole thing's for wet gear. Yeah, the whole thing's for wet gear. <clears throat> anyway, it didn't matter. They put their little ice cream sign in there, and the lead guy had this industrial kind of, I don't know what kind of electrical system he had in his, but he had a full-on freezer set up in the back of his Defender. I'm talking freezers, Uckerman. We had, for- we had ice cream at 120 degrees 60 miles into the desert. I oh, it said save <clears throat> your ice cream. I'm going home. And the, But it was loud. (laughs) His car was like, (laughs) just to keep that freezer going. But the whole day was great. I really absolutely loved it. I'm so happy I went. And this is the human nature thing you and I always talk about. Like, we don't want to do anything. And then when you go and do it, I really want to thank Land Rover for it. Because I feel grateful that I've now experienced this truck. I I have to be honest with you. I thought I was going to hate it. And I thought I started thinking maybe Bronco is the way to go next year, and maybe I'll change my mind again. But right now, nope. I I love this thing. I love it. Now, <clears throat> while we were there, there were a lot of questions being raised about electrical issues with the car in the entertainment system. Some people had been, I guess, uh, you know, I'm not sure who it was, but some people had been talking to Hannah Elliott about it. Um, And she was asking those questions. They, of course, said they weren't aware of anything. I did notice my CarPlay didn't work for a little while, and then it did work. But that's all I noticed in my short time with it, right? And that, I, I don't know. That happens with me in most of my vehicles. It has not happened in the 992. I usually turn the car off, lock it, turn it back on, and everything's fine. What
1: colors were out there? You had a silver. We had
0: silver. We had Pangea green, which is what I've ordered. And there was that beautiful blue that you guys uh, picked up. Um, And then there was a black. Hannah Elliott had, like, the luxury version for Bloomberg. So she had black urban uh, leather interior, and it was pretty cool. But still, she was beating the crap out of that thing. (laughs) And I'm trying to reconcile... Like, you can, you know, and maybe this is just an off-road thing. How do you buy an off-road vehicle and then beat it up? You know, you don't have to worry about pushes. You want to just go over stuff, right? I mean, and you damage paint, you damage wheels, you damage the whole deal. Do you just get over that? Look at your old LR2, right? Somebody somebody treated that thing the right way, which was to beat the crap What's out the of it. What's the LR2? Your old Landy. The Series 2. The Series 2. 2. 2A, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm... Uh, yeah, but even I, you know, I try to take care of that, too. Look at his fucking phone. Just starts turning on and listening I to like, I like,
1: I know, I like the name Pangea Green. Pangea, That's what I have. Pangea as when all of the continents were yes. one. Yes, The time when the, when the world was one. Yes. I like that idea. That's the color I would pick just for the name and the notion.
0: You know, getting back to Hannah and the guy from Petrolicious, um, there was a nice, awkward moment when he introduced himself and said... I just bought Petrolicious. <clears throat> I said, then you should meet Hannah Elliott. She made it cheaper for you. And he goes, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he had no awareness of the article that Hannah wrote for Bloomberg on the founder of Petrolicious and his, you know, I guess they were Her, racist she comments. She was the
1: unintentional stalking yes.
0: horse of the deal. Yeah, and he said, well, yeah, you did, you did help me out there. I do appreciate it. Again, he, he was pay? very Eric idly. What, what did he um, pay, Ferris did? Uh he well, that was a little uncouth zuckerman, wow okay, had you been there, I would have asked you know you know what Hannah did allude to the fact that she she knew what the original asking price was, and uh I think that the two of them got together, and uh maybe they had that conversation. maybe you can ask her, maybe mm-hmm. you can ask her um mm-hmm. anyway, that was a trip. It was fun. I loved it. I want to do more of it um and uh Hopefully, I'll survive this uh, Lamborghini racing <laughs> That's going to be amazing. The Yeah, the Huracan? Amazing.
1: You, now, tell me I'll about invite th- you on these things if you want to come. I'm not going at this temperature. When it's <laughs> it's oh, actually a little cooler. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Suckerman,
0: it. We were down. They were like, boy, this is a nice day. And I'm looking at the temp, and it's 118. I go, what does that mean? And he goes, well, it was 126 yesterday. <laughs> and so this is great. And look at these guys like, man, no, 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 no way. No. Yeah. It, that part of it was not, I don't know. It, it was so much fun. I didn't care. I'll be honest. Oof. They, Oof. And then, you know, the bombing range, Zuckerman, they, uh, you're going, God, I'm, th- I'm so happy the Navy bombers aren't bombing today. And then you see the planes and they're flying around you and you're like, well, what the hell? And then the things start dropping out of them and you go, huh, this is about to get interesting. And they were dropping dummy bombs, oh. so like bags of flour. But you've seen them kind of come down. You're like, all right, well, I guess this is the end. <laughs> but what a cool way to die. This is going to be great. And it, they have all of these multicolored like teepees out there that are made of metal that look like teepees, but they're red and yellow and green, and they try to hit them. Couldn't, what a, I mean, can you imagine a cooler like backdrop to be doing this stuff? Amazing. Yeah, and guys with guns. Then you come down the other way, and there's all these shooting ranges, and people are just shooting guns off. I love the desert. It's it's like the ocean. It's relaxing to me. Oof. You look out. It's just great. I no? like the ocean.
1: I don't I don't find
0: <laughs> I don't find the desert
1: where I start to think about like I wonder how long I could survive if I was walking here. If it was like that, good, the bad, and the ugly. Remember yes. where where he has to walk through the desert yeah. uh, without water. Uh, could you make it?
0: I can answer that question for you, because after lunch, we had another quick meeting about the second stage, and I felt myself falling asleep standing up. Right? Yeah. I right. was standing there going, boy, I think I could just pass out right now. And How that, did you sleep when you got home? Then I drove the 9-11 home, and I immediately uh, lit up a cigar, because it was Saturday night, and had a great evening, and I wasn't tired. I was not really? tired. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't bad because, again, it was um, air-conditioned. It wasn't like you were on the track like when we were go-kart racing last week and it was 100-plus and we're just sweating. That, I came home and passed out. This was nice. I also learned another little trick, Zuckerman, old-age back, uh, back help. On the way there, I started having kind of seat-time back, tired back feeling, right? Way, way back home, uh, ibuprofen. Mm. Dropped three or four of those. Nothing. Zero. Didn't even need to stretch. Drugs. (laughs) Take your drugs. Drugs work. Zuckerman. Drugs work. Anyway, I brought... I realized I had the Zagato in the garage for an inordinate amount of time, and I brought it back for you now that it's cooled off, Uh, now that the uh, gas tank issue is sorted by Mr. Wilhoyt. It had a little bit of a sputtering issue, but I just took it on the 405. It's working fine. Fixed itself, huh? It just warms up. once it, It's really a race car. So here's the only advice I would give you in the low RPMs. Keep it in the happy spot, mm-hmm. like a race car, three and above, and you're not going to have any issues. Um, other than that, it drives like an old, uh, old car. The little low RPMs mm-hmm. is not really where got it's comfortable. You. But you've got to drive it. Um, <clears throat> you didn't go out to the car show this weekend, did you? No, no, no. Again, too hot and i was having i was
1: having a great time why where Where were you up hills i was just in baldwin hills with my son and as you know we've i've got the pool well there's
0: some very exciting news with your son zuckerman i don't know if you want to go wide with that because i don't have people people do listen to this show around the world and personal information like that might not be something you want to talk about but if you if you want to share with us
1: well i I think it's i think it's big news ferrison go ahead very big
0: news go ahead and share
1: where this house is, there are. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of park area, and we've noticed there's quite a bit of wildlife up yes. there. and you will see <laughs> filthy, filthy possums. What right? And my future reincarnation, the possum. <laughs> there's a lot of skunk. You mean? Yeah. There's a lot of skunks. Lots of lizards. Right. And there are raccoons apparently, and my son tends not to go to bed too early. Okay. So he reported to me that that I think it was Saturday night he heard some rustling outside <laughs> what time and it was it was one thirty. <clears> 30 wow he late saw a little family of raccoons out wow. there and they were getting from the workers I think some leftover Chinese food <laughs> 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 that is. the workers had callously tossed right, aside right, <laughs> that they left in an open garbage <laughs> yes. bin so they had helped themselves uh, to some more takeout and and so he, he tried to find them, get outside, but they were gone. But he was ready the next night. Right. And the next night, again, he heard the noise, and he went outside, and he saw them. He saw one in particular that seemed to be kind of scared of him, but he was calm. He was armed with nuts, and <laughs> and he was able to establish a little bit of trust. He threw a nut down there, and the raccoon ate it and liked it, and then he, he established a bridge of trust after several feedings of almonds he got the guy to come up so and they're eating almonds yes they like it. that's well, what they like Lloyd the squirrel used to eat yeah unsalted uh, of course yeah almonds. you give him too much salt they'll No pop. you don't want to give him salt and yeah. and so eventually this raccoon came and took it out of his hand Yes, and, and his, he
0: sent me the video. It was and, one of the most exciting videos I've ever And this ever was
1: after the raccoon had spent some time in the pool uh, <laughs> cooling off. What did off. he say
0: about the raccoon's hands?
1: He said the raccoon's hands were, although you wouldn't expect it, they were quite soft. They had soft hands. Yeah, like the little leather at the bo- on the bottom, <laughs> the pads, he said. Have they were we soft.
0: named the raccoon yet, sir? I Zechler? asked
1: him, and he said uh, he'd think about it. I would, <laughs> if he doesn't get on it, I'm going to call him <laughs> Willie. Willie Willie and his and his his girl can be squirmels and squirmels. Yeah, that's with some feral cats I had as a kid, (laughs) and and we'll figure out that you called squirmels Willie and squirmels when I was a little kid. Oh, you already named things this. Yes, and so this will be the repeat. And then I asked him last night if they came back. He said no, but there was a kitten out there.
0: A what? A kitten. There's all sorts. They call raccoon babies kittens?
1: No, no, no. A kitten. This was a real cat. A real kitten. A, ca- a kitten was out there. So well, the ain't...
0: raccoon's going to eat that. You better no, they watch don't eat out. that.
1: They like they prefer garbage. <clears> they <throat> prefer, <to, throat> yeah. To live creatures. So there's a did, lot he, of...
0: did he capture the kitten?
1: No, but I asked him to because, uh, because uh, that would be something that wow. would amuse me and would irritate. Uh, I'm gonna I'm mother. gonna
0: call this place Zuckerman's Free Pet Depot. <laughs> That's yes. what your flag should say above the pool. Mm-hmm. Free Free Pet, Pet Depot because the free pets just keep coming up. They come
1: through there. They come trucking through there.
0: I want I lots want of a raccoon. squirrels.
1: Lots of raccoons. And lots of skunks.
0: I'm not having luck with my squirrels. Like they. You have a dog. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it's not the problem. This new batch of squirrels are keeping me at arm's length. So I know you know we had Lloyd for a while. Lloyd grew up and moved off. And then I had Arthur this year. And Arthur, I gave him uh, some almonds. And then one day Erica was up in my office and I was working. And Arthur came right in. Up the stairs, came right in. She's like, what's happening? And I was like, I've trained him to eat. And I gave him some. And she's, of course, she's deeply affected. She's like, what? Spike, you're feeding rats. Yes. (laughs) They're not rats. (laughs) But it was fun. I mean, I have the picture of her looking at the squirrel. It's great. It makes me laugh. And then in the subsequent days, Arthur started getting distant with me. So I would be out in the backyard smoking my evening cigar, and he would come only halfway. And then he started only coming down halfway to the tree. And then he made me put the almonds on the bench under the tree I would walk away, and only then would he come down.
1: Clearly, so, he senses something about you.
0: Some <laughs> sociopathy, <laughs>
1: some, something awful that animals can what? sense so, in a but human. But Lloyd
0: didn't have that radar? Not,
1: okay. You never petted Lloyd. I, I was able you to did. pet him.
0: You body petted him, yeah. yeah I but I did he, pet Lloyd, and Lloyd bit the end of my finger off, and he has, as you and recall. He has, see? Yeah. Again, he, they sense something in you. No. They don't sense me. I looked away, and I didn't notice that he had already eaten half the almond, and I put my finger forward, and he just bit my do you finger. Know he that, felt terrible about that. Do you that.
1: know that a squirrel's two front teeth can grow a
0: half an inch a year? Zuckerman, they were big, and they were yellow, of and they, they punctured were. my skin in a way that nothing has punctured makes it before. Me so happy. And it hurt like that crazy. really makes and me And you know happy. what you do immediately? You're out there Googling uh, rabies. Do I get rabies? Do squirrels have rabies? We could only hope. I was hoping for it. I
1: that they Do they still have those painful... The sweet release in, of death. And you get painful shots in the stomach. But you know
0: what? I didn't panic because the squirrels don't get rabies, and here I am. I didn't do anything. I put a little Neospio on there, and I'm done. Neospio. Nice. Neosporin, right? Yes. What else is there to do? Anyway, should we bring these girls on? Bring them on. All right. Let me tell you a about them. And then I will introduce them. They are uh, Jovina Young and Erica Martin. We shouldn't call them girls. They're moms. They have kids. Uh, They met working at an advertising firm on the campaigns for the Ford F-Truck series. Ten years after that, after marriages, after kids, they met back up at Ford in Michigan. They both work for the Ford Motor Company. And they're both working uh, on the new Bronco. How about that? And I I had a lovely chat with them just earlier today. Neither of them have any experience off-roading. Neither. They work in the marketing department. They suggested to Ford that uh, they sign up for the Rebel Rally, which is an all-woman competition that covers 1,200 miles, beginning at Lake Tahoe, Nevada, on October 10th, and ending at the Imperial Sand Dunes in California, right near where I was, on the 17th. Um, ideal terrain to prove out the capability and durability of all-new Bronco Sport small SUV. It's an eight-day off-road adventure designed to test not just the driving skills, Z, the navigation skills, as there's no GPS allowed. Really? They're using compasses. They're using maps. No. Here, they're only qualifications. They like to be outside, and they want to show— uh, America, they want to show the men and women who don't off road the kids who aren't off roaders that this new Bronco, you can just, you can get in it and you can learn to do this. You shouldn't be afraid to do it. I'm going to second that. Cause I'm, I've never been trained in off road driving and I thoroughly enjoyed the training I got from my friends at Land Rover and, uh, you know, I get what they're up to. If if the Bronco performs in this way uh, and uh, it's good for a beginner, and you you see these two, you know, employees of Ford, but also just moms, they say we're just moms who with no experience, going out into the desert to drive twelve hundred miles without navigation. They have. Uh, I I did ask them about bathroom, and they said we we've come prepared. Jovina's husband built something he calls the. Uh, the shit can? No. The shit kit. <laughs> the shit kit. He made one for each of the teams coming out of Ford for the rally. Isn't that cool? He must have enjoyed that. How did this whole box of uh, this poop box poop. escape us all these years Zuckerman? And in the same week I'm getting it from two I, different places. I don't understand
1: it. Just shit out. Of
0: anywhere, anyway, anywhere, anyway, let's talk to Jovina and Erica. <laughs> where where are you in a hotel room? We're in Reno. Mm. So that's where this whole thing begins in Reno?
3: Well, we just got here last night um, where our vehicles were shipped. So our vehicles are being stored in Reno. We're going to go check those out today, load them up, take them to a local off-road park to just get acquainted. Um, and then we're going to drive tomorrow to Tahoe where the, where tech inspection um, will be and where the competition will start from. So,
0: so Have you not driven the Bronco?
2: Not these particular Broncos. Not these ones, yeah. Um, we've driven a, a couple like back in Michigan, but these uh-huh. are wrapped in our livery, so we want to make sure that they're ready to go. I, I'm pretty sure they are. But <laughs> have, they,
0: have they been modified at all, these new, these new ones? Or?
2: No. So the, re- the great thing about the rally is um, it's really a competition for mm-hmm. vehicles, and so really the only modification that was done to these is we've added an auxiliary roof, roof light, um, to the top. And then, um, we removed the second row seats just because we're, we have a lot self-sufficient in the entire rally. So we have a ton of gear with us, extra tires, two full size. yeah. Um,
0: you know, and the, how are you feeling? Yeah. I mean, have you either, have you ever done anything like this before?
3: No, no, No. we're feeling good as can be expected. Um, I think we're both, you know, have worked full-time on the Bronco team. We both are moms. So I think we really haven't had time to completely process. I mean, we've been doing a lot of training, but I haven't had enough downtime to like really freak out about it. So (laughs) we have these two days. We've left our responsibilities at home. I left my laptop. My husband's all set up with my daughter there. So. Um, now we just have these couple days to get our head get our head in the game and Fantastic. get in the zone.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was just out in the desert a couple days ago, uh, off-roading down near where I think you're ending up, um, through the dunes. It's so much fun. But the one thing I will say is, and I, and I didn't know anything about the Rebel Rally, you don't uh, – I was, you know, listening to the Beatles on Spotify – But I was looking at my navigation, and it kind of calmed me down, knowing, okay, at least I have got GPS, and I know where I am. Mm -hmm. I had six or seven other trucks around me. The whole point of this rally, as I understand it, is you have to find your way over the course of how many days? Seven days?
2: Eight, Eight days.
0: Eight days from Tahoe down towards Glamis, Mm-hmm. the imperial dunes right mm-hmm. which is near the border of mexico but without yeah. any sort of navigation right so compass right. and a map <clears> and plotter. <throat> well are you going to be do you have any support out there or is it, are you, is your truck out there by itself with just you in it how, how does it work
2: so there's a huge support system with the rebel rally they've got a full mechanics support system and then just a lot of staff is kind of around but the way that it starts is every morning, we're all together at a base camp. Mm-hmm. You start the morning, they give us maybe 20, I don't know, more checkpoints than you could ever hit in a day. And part of the strategy as you're looking at the checkpoints is to plot them all and, and just determine which checkpoints that you're going to hit. Mm-hmm. And um, and each checkpoint is worth a different amount of points, obviously. So, And that's the name of the game. And so every morning we'll be plotting our latitude and longitude On the map, we'll be spending time to determine what the best path is to get to that location. And along the way, getting out, taking our compasses out, making sure that we're continuously heading in the right direction of where we think we are on the map. And that's basically your tools. You've got the compass, you've got your map, and then we've got a plotter with us to continuously. And then you have the topography around you, because that's what the name of the, you're just looking at what's what am I seeing on this map? Is the Where that mountain hits the bottom of the road, I can see that. I know that that's 170 degrees from here. We're going to keep making sure we're going 170 degrees in that direction. We are satellite tracked, too. So you are
0: satellite tracked. Okay. And then, so, did did Ford say to you, look, ladies, you know, I know this looks like fun, but you have to win. (laughs) The Bronco (laughs) is not going to come in second, third, or even fifth. We need you two to get out there and beat everyone.
2: No. So we are, we
3: are, we've entered two other Broncos, four teams, so we have a total of three teams. So we have Shelby Hall and an experienced navigator. Um, oh, wow. As you know, race for us in Baja with the Broncos. Right, right. So that's they're going to win. <laughs> We're competing well, for a totally nope. different reason. Well, you're selling just, yourself you know, short. Well, <laughs> what we want to show people is that um, mm-hmm. novices can have as much, doing, as much fun doing this okay. as, the, as an expert and that yep. Bronco yep. Sport has all of the modes and, you know, helpful tools to help people like us get out there and feel confident.
2: And I, I, I see, think I like see. with – oh, sorry. I think with Bronco and Bronco Sport, like as a brand family coming to the marketplace, we know there's going to be a lot of new people coming into the fold, right? Coming into off roading We've never done it before. Um, I've seen posts on some of the forums saying, you know, this this one guy said, me and my son just put in our reservation for a Bronco. We've never off roaded, but we're kind of excited to do this together. And I think there's a lot of people like that who just don't are afraid to take that first step. And we just kind of want to, if we can do it, if we could do it, then go ahead out there and, and try you yourself. it yourself. And You know, there are different lessons and classes you can take, or you could start small. Off-roading doesn't have to start with, you know, technical rocks. You could just get out on two tracks and just see the beautiful nature that's around you. That's also off-roading. And I think we just want to make sure that people see it in many different ways.
0: Right. Well, it is fun. I mean, you know, we were out going down a road, and just to the left of us, it said Naval Bombing Site. And... I said, "Wow, I'm really happy they're not bombing today because we're very close." <laughs> but then the F-35 started flying over, and I went, "I guess they are bombing today." And then bombs <gasps> started dropping out of the plane, the jet, the but they one. were uh, dummy bombs. <clears throat> so, but for a minute, you think, "Well, that's it. We're gonna, I'm gonna get hit with shrapnel." But um, <laughs> there's something the desert is. I've always loved the desert. And being off-road, and it's because it's lawless, and you don't quite know, you know, there uh, to the other side was a shooting range that was closed, and there were just a bunch of guys out there shooting uh, bottles <laughs> outside of the barrier. I like the lawless nature of the desert, um, but, it, you know, I was remembering a few things. Um, you got to watch out for the trees, those little bushes. Mm -hmm. And will really mess your uh, truck up. They'll really, it looks like you just kind of going through them. It's just a little tree with leaves. No, they're like knives. They scratch up the side. Has Ford, you know, did they say, look, don't worry about this thing because it's so easy, even on a tight path to take the side of your truck off on a rock. Right. Did they just say, did they say, don't worry about this thing? It's like a Dixie cup. We've got a lot of them. (laughs) Or please take care of our truck. (laughs) Definitely
2: take care. And I I think, First and foremost, Ford wants us to be safe and right. they, you know, make sure that we, we've taken the training, you know, and that we know kind of what we're doing. So we've been very serious about that piece of it. And
0: um, yeah, well, What did they do? What do you mean? I want to know but what it? they did to train you. What did they do? Was it like the right stuff? Did they have you in a hangar and? submitting you all sorts of centrifuge tests. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: exactly, exactly. Um, so we took training through Ford out at, um, their proving grounds. Okay. Uh, there's a standard training that they put their engineers through to be able to test off-road. So we both got certified in uh tier two off-road training, which you practice, you know, steep ascents, steep descents, uh, narrow rutted trails. They taught us how to like spot each mm-hmm. other, like communication for spotting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we practiced that in Raptors, um, that's what they had available on the course. And then uh, last week we were out in Nevada uh, with some former rebels and current rebels, uh, and they taught us how to drive in the sand dunes and taught us recovery techniques, uh, how to use max tracks and shovels to, and <coughs>
2: mm-hmm. you know,
3: all of that good stuff. We learned how to change a tire, um, And we practiced the navigation piece practically last week
2: too. Yeah. What else have we done? Um, we had walkarounds with the engineers. Yeah, we, the engineers kind of took us through walkarounds with the vehicle. Um, we've had a lot of conversations with them as well. We, we've just been out and, you know, um, and out and practicing. So Right,
0: right. What, <clears throat> what are some of the recovery techniques they taught you in the dudes? I know when they were uh, – I was with a crew, and they were saying you kind of – one thing is to keep your vehicle pointed down towards gravity. Yeah, never stop.
3: Yep, never stop with your tires pointing up. You want to be – on right. a high point with your tires pointing down.
2: We learned that very early on. I think our very first stop, <laughs> we stopped kind of flat. And then they were like, oh, next time you stop, they, you to go
0: like this, right? Like this. Yeah. Like
2: you want to stop with your yes. heels down. So we, we had to kind of immediately learn how to kind of get out of that one. Um, uh, did, they,
0: did they teach you about the thunder box? Did they give you that? The outdoor thunder bathroom. Box.
2: Oh. oh, I
0: had a speech about the thunderbox and how we leave the desert as we find it. So, yes. this box and this plastic bag.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, my father-in-law <laughs> made us these he, he gave us as a going away present. He called it a I don't know, if it S H
0: T. You can say any words you want here. <laughs> okay, Get out cool. of mom mode right now. You're in
3: know,
2: right? podcast
0: mode. You haven't met my co-host. He's vile. <laughs> he calls it well, the, he the shit fucks? He,
2: he called them shit kits.
0: Shit kits. <laughs> I'm
2: proud of them. And he had this whole kit prepared for each one of the vehicles. And oh, cool. We're going to give them to the girls today, so we're gonna. Have, I'm going to have some film there. Oh,
0: so he made them for everybody
2: yeah
3: oh
0: what Isn't a great guy and and how does he have all of this knowledge of where to go to the bathroom that's <laughs> just dads know this i guess <laughs> so wow i want one of those that's amazing
2: i'll let him know he's quite proud of it
0: so your families must be pretty excited you have young kids right you have two and six wow and a five wow mm-hmm. this is gonna my be husband fun.
3: is so jealous <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't yeah.
0: imagine. I mean, I'm jealous yeah. that you guys get to do this. Um,
3: yeah. He's jealous. It's, He's and it's, it's an
0: all-female rally. Every single dri- driver is a woman, right? So at yeah. night, do you guys all get together? Is there some sort of event? I mean, where do you sleep?
2: It's a little tent camping. camping. Yes, yeah, so there's base camp, and um, we'll all be in tents at night. There's a base camp, though. There's facilities, um, bathrooms, sometimes showers, and then there's a
3: food Although I know they're planning um, some social distancing protocol for COVID, right. but but, um, but yeah, there there are opportunities for us all to get together. And then at the end of the week, um, after we're finished, there's a live webcasted awards, which is a, a gala where we put on our nicest outfit that we at, <laughs> at the bottom of our bag, <laughs> and um, you know, try our best to. I think we'll to just to celebrate and then yeah. Yeah, celebrate with everyone. And
0: wow. <laughs> 1200 miles that is that's a lot that's a lot of miles <laughs> i we, we so i just keep going back just cuz i just did this yeah. when the when our guys told us we were going to do uh, 150 and it was 120 degrees out and i was just and okay. we started moving along the big bumps at like 2 miles an hour i was like yeah. boy i don't know how i'm going to luckily for me 60 of that was on on the road getting to the desert <laughs> so well, and imagine
3: for whoever's navigating, it's like your head is down in the map. So I think yeah, it's easy to get a little, you know, model. you could. Yeah.
0: Do you uh, do you get motion sickness?
2: I haven't yet. But I don't typically.
0: But I don't think you will.
2: I we have not, supplies in case we do. Yeah. We do. We brought Dramamine and stuff. But I haven't been in a vehicle doing this for twelve hours a day looking at a map. So that so part breathe. of it,
0: I got used to pretty quickly. I don't know. Again, it's like there's something beautiful about the desert and its openness that reminds me of that. You know, when you get on a vacation and you look out at the ocean and suddenly just relax, that same thing happens to me in the vastness and the emptiness of it. It's very calming and relaxing, especially in the pandemic. I thought, you know, well, it's 120 degrees. Yeah. Nothing, nothing surviving in that air. Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're going to have to surviving. remind
3: ourselves to like stop every once in a while and take that in and just yeah. not let the stress. Oh, goes. you'll
0: get plenty yes. of it. You'll see.
3: Yeah.
0: So obviously you guys had to get tested to be in the same car together and make sure you're fine. And now you have to watch yeah. out what you're doing. Um, yeah. and, and you're in a hotel. Where is that?
3: In Reno.
0: in Reno. In Reno. All right. And what are people paying attention to protocols there? Or are they all maskless and goofball? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, people have been. Yeah, the even hotel, at the even at the
3: for breakfast. They, I think they usually have a buffet, but they did like okay. order what you want. <laughs> and up a bag.
2: They, yeah, they did. They got. They don't have it anymore. So it's yeah, just a, I hope not. to order, and then your bag is there with your room number, and you can come up and grab your bag. So they've changed protocols at the hotels as well. So mm-hmm.
0: you're going to uh, be posting about your daily adventures on the Bronco Nation. Is that a Ford website or just a Bronco fan website?
2: It's
3: just a Bronco fan website. So they'll be posting mm-hmm. um, and Ford Performance will be also um, posting, you know, race updates. You can also follow us on dot com. There's a live section where you can see actually our tracking vehicle. You can see where we are. Yeah. Wow. There's an app you can download too. Yeah. We're team 202, the fearless Phillies. That's a horse joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, this is pretty fun. And the kids must be super excited for you, right? The two-year-old probably doesn't know what's going on, but six and yeah. five are probably excited.
3: They kind of. My five-year-old kind of gets it, but the nice thing is we're going to have GoPros with us and point and shoot, and you know, Ford's doing a lot of good PR around this. So yeah. um, even if she doesn't quite get it now, I hope <laughs> someday I'll have something to show her yeah. and she'll be like, oh, yeah. man, my yeah. mom's a badass.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's cool. And uh, after this, you both go back to work for Ford, right? It's back to the grind.
2: Yeah, it is. Well, that's a it cool is. job
0: that lets you do this. I mean, sends you out on it, a rally for, for a bunch it's, of time. I feel like
2: we're the luckiest girl in the world. Yeah, we are so lucky. I can't even believe we're doing this. And, I, you know, we were telling somebody else the other day, when this, this opportunity came up as an idea, you know, and I kept I was sitting there thinking, like, what if we entered a Ford Novice team? I was like, gosh, I, I think I want to do this. It's like, I've never done anything like, my, like this in my right, life. and right. I think I want to do this. And then I called Erica and said – Hey, you know, you know the Rebell, you know the rebel rally we've been talking about, and she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. What what about it? Uh, are we entering Shelby? Like,
3: what's the communications plan? And she's like, well, I want to enter a novice team, and I want to do it. And this is where it gets crazy. I want you to be my partner.
0: Oh wow! Uh, so
3: I said,
2: yeah, you are crazy. And then I was like. Okay, I can't say no, <laughs> let do it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that if we pissed it up, I would regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, and, and you didn't have to have any competition. Well, next year you call me up, and we'll Mrs. fire it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come along, because this thing sounds great. It sounds like a lot of fun, and you're going to really get to see what that Bronco uh, can do. Sport. It's going to give you yeah. a, a perspective on this uh, SUV that no one else has. And really, because yeah, no for sure. really and I, ridden, uh, driven this thing off-road yet, so you're going to get to see it as it should be in its natural environment.
2: Yeah, and I think, like, um, the great thing is for Eric and I, we're both marketers, right? And so I feel like coming out of this, we'll be very authentic in our voice to talk about what the Bronco sport can do and, right. and be able to speak firsthand about our experience or, like, even just working with our creative teams on, you know, our TV commercials let's say we'll have a really good eye for what makes sense mm-hmm. you know what we're doing and what we're showcasing and how how we're showcasing the people in in the spots the, like the engineers keep saying just keep saying they're so glad we're doing this because this is exactly what broncos
0: yeah
3: it's so, like the the best case test for it you know even the testing that they've been putting it through on the desert he's like this this is what broncos Sport was for. yeah you're
0: gonna learn a lot about it well jovina young erica martin I'm jealous. I wish I were going on this trip, but I'm happy for you both. Thank you. Um, I'm happy that your husbands are jealous. That's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> happy that you have this nice break and you're driving this amazing truck. Um, and I look forward to following the whole thing on the BroncoNation.com, which I just uh, followed on Instagram so I can keep up with the whole deal. I wish awesome. you the best of luck. Godspeed. Watch out for scorpions and snakes. Enjoy the beautiful starry skies, and uh, the shit can. What did you call it? <laughs> <The shit laughs> shit shit, tell shit your father-in-law and- <laughs> to copyright that
3: because he's famous he's, now. He's yeah. going to
0: sell a lot of them. <laughs> 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 all right. Very nice meeting you both.
3: Nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet right. you.
0: Well, there uh, they are, Zuckerman. Fantastic. Aren't they great? The best. <clears throat> what was your favorite part of that interview? Not being there. <laughs> <laughs> Well said, Zuckerman. Well said. All right. Before we go, uh, what would you like to promote? Do you want to help sell that uh, Outlaw Archive book of yours? Well, or are they already sold?
1: Well, we haven't put them up yet. So the listeners, it will probably be available next week. Tell everybody what it is, though. Okay. They don't even know what we're talking so about. The Outlaw Archive, as you know, is an archive. The short version, please. The short version is <laughs> my partner Bo and I have almost something like a private archive museum that relates to... Outlaw motorcycle clubs in California in the 1950s and 60s. And there are 30,000 items, photos, et cetera. We have put out, we're reissuing three of the past books that we've put out. One is on a club, a defunct club called the Coffin Cheaters. I
0: have that book. It's amazing.
1: we have, and we're reissuing it. And we did a better cover, better paper. It's beautiful. tells the stories of this band of bikers. Uh, it and it's I think it's 400 pages. It's fantastic, but then, beautiful
0: color photos of things you've never seen in a world stories you've never seen and huh? stories you've never read. But I I mean I'm a picture. I love the pictures of the things these guys made and how the organization worked. Exactly. They're great books. They're, They're really great. cool.
1: And then there's halfway to Burdue. There was there's a woman who was known as Mother Ruth. Right. That was, she was the godmother of all of these outlaw motorcycle clubs, the Straight Satan, Satan Slaves, Hell's Angels. She helped the clubs to organize their chapters. She kept minutes. She was the only woman allowed in the club meetings. Right. She wore a Hell's Angels jacket, and she rode a bike. And she would have the, she had a, a big format camera. Guys would stop on at her house. On the, in between, on the way to other clubs, and she would take pictures of them. My partner tracked <laughs> down her archive from her daughter. Wow. And we published the book with remembrances, guys talking about So how many others. books are there? Three, and then there's a book on Grubby Glenn, who was uh,
0: Bernardino <laughs> a Berdu,
1: Hell's Angels. Wait, were and- these the
0: big boxes of books <laughs> you were sending us over the weekend? Yes. The, the pictures? So yes. how, do, how do fans get them if well, they, they want to buy them? should go
1: to at- Outlaw Archive. Follow at Outlaw Archive on Instagram and purchase instructions. will be ready within the next several days. How this, yeah, to- this
0: post tomorrow. Yes. Right.
1: So within a few days thereafter, you go on at Outlaw Archive. Follow at Outlaw Archive. And the purchase instructions will be on there and thereafter. And you got to buy
0: all four, four books.
1: No, you can buy one. You can buy two
0: or three. No, you're supposed to. Yeah, you need to you buy can, all of them. All three, what yes. Are you, what are you doing? Sell, boy. Sell, sell. <laughs> they are cool, though. As far as like a, something as a book to put on a table, there's nothing like this. These books are incredible. The photographs of the stuff are incredible. Zuckerman's got legit museums sniffing around this collection. So before it gets into a place that they're going to charge you money, get the book. Um, it's It's just super cool stuff that fits in with our listener vibe of... You know, cool. Being an outsider, cool. Do you want me to read that
1: little quote about Blind Bob? That was one of my favorite little. Go ahead, and then we'll go. We'll go
0: out on a quote from Blind Bob. Bob,
1: Blind Bob was a was a Hell's Angel. Hold the mic up to your mouth. And here is another Hell's Angels commenting about long ago Blind Bob, and he says Blind Bob carried wire cutters and pliers in his jacket. He couldn't see at night. If I introduced you to Blind Bob, he'd shake your hand and grab it to see if you had any rings on. If he couldn't get them off your finger, then he'd take those wire cutters and cut them off. You didn't shake his hand. Don't shake his hand. He would also go into people's houses and cut up their furniture. He couldn't see, so he wanted to make people mad, and he did. He'd go out to the ranch where we were living, and out there on the ranch, he'd get these sticks of dynamite. He'd go out a hundred yards with Butch, or whoever Whoever, take them out in the dark and blow up tree stumps. (laughs) He blew Dougie Poo out of a concrete shower once in
0: Ponderosa. Those are the kind of gems you will get. You think Hunter Thompson had a game. These guys have game. There it is. Go to Outlaw Archive on Instagram, at Outlaw Archive. Of course... Follow me at Spike First and on Instagram and keep an eye out. We're going to be giving away a new, uh, fresh giveaway weekend, 9-11. we got another one to give away. Um, I think it'll, it'll be in a couple weeks, but pay attention to my Instagram feed. That's all we have. I don't know who's on the show next week. I think I'll, I'm trying to get Jerry to come on. I saw him on 60 Minutes. He's out there promoting a book. Spike's Book Club. Spike's Book Club, right? We, yeah. But how do we do that? How do we get him
1: and me and you? Tell him to get on a plane. And come on out.
0: What if we set the computer up here? We could do a zoom from here, right? We
1: could do that. We could do it from my office. But what too. if the
0: listeners? I don't know if I want to be that close to you. Shut the fuck. Not up, with man. not with what you did Just to shut Trump. The fucking shut up. Sitting in an office making people sick. You, you. look at you. You're a super spreader. I can yeah. smell it on you. Full of germs, <laughs> herpes, anyway, shingles, we'll and We'll figure crabs. out the logistics ourselves. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.